just think it's important that everybody has a chance to speak their piece on this show, make their last pitch. Uh, There are a lot of undecided voters. The election is coming up on Tuesday, and you know if one person does not reach 50%, then the runoff will take place in April. So just today, we've had a conversation with Brandon Johnson and Sophia King. And up next, Roderick Sawyer. Alderman Roderick Sawyer represents the 6th Ward, the very ward that his father represented. He's lived in that ward his entire life. Your late father was the mayor of Chicago. Did did he not tell you that this is a tough job, Roderick? That it's like, do you really want this? <laughs> it is a very difficult job, and thank you, Lisa. I, I wasn't. A lot of people don't think I was an adult, but I was actually an adult when that occurred, and and I did see it from the front row, and I did see how difficult it was. But yet here I am. Exactly. I've call mentioned me crazy or whatever you want to call me, but <laughs> yes, I, I just I love the city and I want to help. I've mentioned to every mayoral candidate that we've talked to that I wanted to focus on one person. That is a security guard who works in the building where I work and takes Mm -hmm. uh, public transportation to get to work. She's in her 20s. She's concerned about violence. She said she's very concerned about the number of of officers, but she wants somebody to do something to stop the violence. As well, she should be concerned about violence because violence is real. You know, when we have that anxiety about feeling safe, that means you don't want to come out the house. You don't want to go to work. You don't want to enjoy yourself or avail yourself of all the great things that Chicago has to offer. And that's a problem. So what I would tell that young lady is that, you know, under a Sawyer administration, you would feel safe on many levels. Uh, first of all, uh, I've been proud to have been the architect of the most sweeping police reform in the country right now, which is the Empowering Communities for Public Safety, which we just implemented, and you will be voting on those in the upcoming election. And with that, that will give you community commissioners that are from your area that have direct interaction with the police, and in turn, they will vote for a central uh, committee that will deal directly with the police superintendent. And the end goal is to reestablish that bond between the community and the police and making sure that we have that connection so that we can assist them in solving crime and help get that number lower. But that might not be enough for her. She needs some front-end work where we can provide every opportunity for those that are marginalized citizens that might be on the edge considering doing something illegal or antisocial. We have plenty of programs now in existence. Uh, For example, Chicago Cook Workforce Partnership provides positions for anyone 16 to 80 Returning citizens, it does not matter. These individuals can go get training, go get job uh, referrals, and get job placement. So we need both that front end and the security side with the police. We need both of those to be successful. And we also need to make sure that we're dealing with people as they are. So if people that have mental illnesses or drug and alcohol addictions, we make sure we send the proper people to those individuals that will get the service that they deserve. Uh, Still make sure Chicagoans, no matter what your issue is, we want to make sure that we take care of Chicagoans on all levels at all issues so that the young lady that's securing your building can be safe Mm -hmm. and feel safe and actually be safe. And everybody in the city feels that. People who visit the city feel that. People in your neighborhood, your constituents, they live among crime and violence every single day. So you've got to hear that from from them as well. well. We, we, we live it all over the city. It's not yeah. just, you know, and actually I don't hear it as much here, but I do hear it all over the city. And uh, it's a concern. And, and, and whether it's one time or it's every day, it's still a concern. We still have changes. to deal with that. Where, do, where does the money come to fund these changes? Well, the, the change, you know what? 
let's let's take for the police for example. We have a budget for the police, which is our document. We have allocations for a certain number of police officers, but that we still have not filled. So that money's still there. That money has not gone anywhere. We that money has been allocated, and we're supposed to spend it on personnel. And right now, we're not spending enough of it on personnel because personnel is leaving. Now, this is another hitch that it's more of an internal hitch is that police officers uh, feel that their work environment is toxic. They don't uh, think that they don't feel that the their superiors, their command staff is supporting them in their endeavors. So when the rank and file doesn't feel that way, that again, that's a different type of anxiety. That's the police anxiety that they feel. It's not that they're scared of catching, not catching criminals. They, they, they want to catch bad guys. They got on the force to do this. But they feel that their superiors don't have their back. If a mistake has been made, let me be clear about that, not for illegal or antisocial or racist activity, anything like that, there's no place for you on the police department at any level. You should be gone, and we should, be have, we should do everything necessary to get rid of those individuals that exhibit those types of behaviors. But in the event a mistake is made, you forgot to turn on your body cam or some other mistake, they feel that they're going to be thrown under the bus and ostracized if those mistakes are made instead of instructing them how to do better, uh, training them, and even disciplining them, but not immediately throwing them off the force or doing something else. You know, this is part of the reason that we have such a rash of suicides and other uh, high incidents of alcoholism and drug addiction on the police force because they don't feel that people have their backs. Alderman Sawyer, uh, one Last quick question. We brought this up with Sophia King as well about Mm -hmm. people that say, hey, maybe I like your message. I'm not sure you make the runoff. Not sure I want to give you my vote because of that. She identifies it, as many do, as voter suppression. It was something that Mayor Lightfoot was called out for last weekend because she indicated that uh, they would divide the vote and that vote would Mm -hmm. go to Chewy or to Paul Vallis. How do you react to that? That was one of the most appalling things I've ever heard in my life. And I've been involved in politics pretty much, you know, I'm 59 years old and I've been involved almost all that time. Uh, And I was around when you talked about earlier in the 80s when that same message was spewed uh, during the 89 election. You know, that's a false narrative that does not work. If you feel that you uh, associate yourself with someone, don't look at the polls, look at the person, check their websites, talk to them, call them. Find out what their positions are on, on these critical issues and see if your uh, your positions align with theirs and then make a decision. Don't make a decision on what the media tells you. The media is also interested in, in making money as well, and they make money off these ad- advertisements that electeds give them. So don't, uh, you know, don't fall for what they call the banana in the tailpipe. Do your yes. homework. Talk to individuals. Find out what they're talking about, what their beliefs are, and what their true beliefs are. You know, I I live my life with integrity, and that's what I want to run on. Will you please give everybody the website where they can find you so that they can do that before we toss it to news? Certainly. Sawyer for Chicago. That's Sawyer, the number four, Chicago.com. Please check us out. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope to talk to you you again in the future.